Yeah. So interesting story, man. Uh, Jeremy can't put his camera on right now because uh, he's uh, he's uh, actually in Israel right now. That's what uh, the, the, he can't. They don't allow uh, cameras there. So uh, just this boy has to do. He's, he's like, you know, a lot of stuff's been happening lately um, with 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 stuff, not necessarily in Israel, but, you know, just adjacent. And, uh, um, you know, you you go where the where the stuff happens, man. Like you're you're there half the time. I'll send you something and you'll just be like, hey, I'm, I'm here talking to the guy that you just sent me, you know, like you're you beat everybody to the punch. So, uh, um yeah, no. That, actually, that being said, like uh, having your camera on on a, on a show is is a commitment. Like it's a commitment because it's a, I, lot. Yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot. Like most people don't watch our stuff, but when I, if it's not if nobody else does it, I just turn mine off because it's nice, dude. Like I can kind of like you know kind of stare off at something kind of stupid, like and not re- like yeah, you're oh worry about it. Yeah, it's tough. Like you you like you see somebody for the first time like that'll be on camera and they literally like have to like they try to hold this like Soundgarden Black Hole Sun smile like this whole time and I'm like hey man it's cool you can Relax. you know like nobody's gonna just hone in on you man like trust me like it's not you know uh, half the people aren't even actually watching they just have it on like trust me so and I don't uh, like the, I don't like um I can see myself. So like, I don't care about mm-hmm. looking at other people. It's just like, then it's like a mirrors on the entire time. It's like, it's not a way to have a conversation. No, I agree. And then that's why the classic move is you open up another window on your computer, cover the the one you're on, cover it's your face, cover your face with it. Yeah. No, trust me. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I agree. I'm the same way, especially when you're just like, like I didn't shave today. What am I thinking? You know, like I had all day. <laughs> but uh, from the five to the six, we be in the mix with that rare candy paint job on the whip. I need food for the kids, money for the rent. Fuck a lockdown, baby. I can't do that shit. And I don't never vote because I'm fucking broke. And either way, I know the police ain't gonna leave me alone. On a plane by the visit Glen Rock, me crypto told me I should bring the Glock with me. So I packed up my piece and I'm sliding. Cause we might get caught up in a riot Middle finger Trump, middle finger Biden Fuck a left, fuck a right, is you riding? Real love to see it, dudes rocking Ain't no politics, baby, we just talking From the birds to the bricks, we be in the mix With that rare candy paint job on the whip, who you with? Uh, no, no, nonetheless, uh, uh, Jeremy Lafredo, you guys know him um, He's been on the show, it's your fourth time I thought it was only your third, but it's your fourth time on the show and um you rebel news uh traveling everywhere talking to everybody uh going on tucker um but then also interviewing people like dr robert malone rfk Mm. all these things the heavy hitters tell me about that yeah um i i went to um well i used to work for children's health defense so like i have like a, a tiny relationship with rfk um and they were having this like a event type thing in um in knoxville and i asked rebel to send me there because i knew it was gonna like whitney webb was there robert malone was there rfk was there so it's kind of a place where i could go and talk to all these different people at the same place and not you know space things out months apart and um yeah i talked to robert malone about how he thinks the intelligence agencies um are you know infiltrating the health freedom movement um i talked to whitney webb about how bill gates um had a relationship with Jeffrey Epstein way, way before, like decades before the mainstream media will admit. And then I talked to RFK more like RFK. It's funny. I'll listen to his podcast or his interviews and I'll be like, wow, he like will take 20 minutes to answer a question. 
So I went into there knowing I only had a half hour and I was like, okay, I got three questions and I sat down with him and it just seemed like he wasn't in a great mood. Mm. You know, he kind of sat down and he had answered my questions. Like he just took like a couple minutes. Mm. And so I was left with like 20 minutes and I had to just like shoot from the hip and like come up with stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um, but you know, he's a Kennedy. He's allowed to not be in a good mood sometimes. Um, it's true. That's true. I mean, yeah, if anybody's not allowed to also, I mean, you, what, what do you do at that point? Do you just, do you start going like, Hey, did you see the game or you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that, what do you think he was coming off like another interview or something? Cause I could, I could imagine just like going interview to interview has got to suck. I mean, I I'm sure it's just like, he's like the face of children's health defense and like it's a uh -huh. children's health defense event. So it's just like every single person wants a selfie an interview you have to give a speech. Um, it's just, I, I'm sure it's just draining. And it was towards the end of the event when we sat down to talk. And um, I will say he's um, super buff. Very Is strong. Yeah. Very big guy. Um, that was my first impression because that was the first time I've ever seen him um, like in real life. Um, but yeah, that was, that was that was it. You can watch the interview on like Rebel News on the YouTube. We didn't talk vaccines, so we were able to put it on YouTube. Um, uh -huh. So that's nice and um speaking of that that's a good point you say about being buff in the thing because like i've <laughs> come to realize man like you more than anybody like we got to be in shape you know like more than anybody because if you're talking about any kind of like alternative health thing and you're yeah. just like and you even just have like the roughest like second chin starting there's like the like bad phone open face like the the face camera angle of the phone if you even just got a little bit of chin poking out there nobody's gonna listen to your shit like you can be a decrepit like john fetterman looking guy if you're just talking about like regular pharmaceuticals you can look you can look like like the wojack where that's like a dried up sponge you can look <laughs> like that but when you're talking about homeopathic stuff or even just like opting out of pharmaceutical stuff big pharma stuff you uh you gotta like you gotta be on point you gotta be working out all the time like it's 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 yeah if you say like you know uh, the pharmaceuticals you know it's it's chemicals it's not good for you this is this food is good for you it's like if you're like really fat mm -hmm. and like don't look like you're healthy then you might as well should, like shut your mouth like no one is going to take you seriously yeah well it's like um i had a doctor once that looked like uh um lewis ck once like and it was kind of like like he was like a pudgier probably like lewis ck with like you know 30 extra on him you know like it was he was pretty like pretty pudgy and like he was kind of just like i was like yeah i was like my stomach's hurting i don't know like really quite what's going on i don't know if it's like mental i don't know if it's this and that he's like yeah like so, so like what do you want me to write you like do you want you want like oh. what do you want yeah what do you want to take you know like i was just like what like, and then like yeah you could tell like even he was just like i don't i don't give a fuck yeah. like, like about this so uh, um what you said about you know the medical freedom movement perhaps i mean maybe maybe you didn't say this but is this like uh maybe the movement being a little compromised or having some uh bad agents involved in it uh how much how far down do you think that goes like right, is, personally i mean like i mean up front let's who is who are we talking to? We're talking to Robert Malone, who's worked for like the pharmaceutical industry and the Department of Defense his entire career. But with that being said, he was telling me that like um, he was personally like earlier in the pandemic, he was um, they tried to blackmail him. And uh, he said that there was this woman <clears throat> who would 
um, come to the events with the doctors and after they give their speeches on a stage, they, they would, you know, all put their arms around each other and take photos. And um, he put his arm around this woman um, and like maybe he kept his arm there too long or something. And oh, no. people took a picture and zoomed in on his ring. And before you knew it, there was like all these Anon accounts on Twitter saying like Malone is having an affair with this lady. And, you know, his wife ended up saying like, what is this? What are they talking about online? Like, who is this woman? Dude. And, like, they And all the accounts were like made in 2022. Um, so, I mean, I don't know for a fact, but he was saying like, this is obviously some sort of, you know, whether it's by the government or whether it's a pharmaceutical industry or whether it's just some person with a bunch of accounts like they are you know they manufactured this and now like it's a problem in my personal life like my marriage totally um, and you know it's like causing emotional stress on me and it's crazy how quickly they can do that and um yeah. i mean another uh he was just talking about in general the um just like popular movements being infiltrated by intelligence agencies that obviously like don't want you know people to understand that maybe um operation warp speed isn't the best for everyone um uh -huh. and uh you know he was explaining you know social media is involved in a lot of these intelligence operations that's why we have all these anon accounts um but you know him him himself like i don't know if i made if i was responsible for making the the mrna technology and now i'm one of the leading voices against it like, I don't see him anywhere saying, like, I don't know, I would feel bad. I would feel guilty. And I've never, he's never, like, really addressed, like, feeling, yeah. like, guilty. Like, all these people who are getting injured or dying from the vaccine. Like, he never has talked about, like, you know, his role in where we are now. It's really just, like, oh, like, he's kind of light on the science nowadays. He's more, like, the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab. And it's, like, you're a scientist. You know, like, we need yeah. you for the science. We can we can watch the 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 wf videos on youtube you know we need mm -hmm. you to figure like important insight which is like he's more um he's kind of light on that nowadays yeah it's it's weird because i i don't know I, I i i toggle with that all the time we, we talk about it on here like okay why do we often lean on and i like i like him i think he's actually a good speaker i think he's entertaining to oh, I like him too, yeah. yeah and i think he makes great i don't disagree with anything he ever says but there's always that weird lingering cloud over like it's like but when did this pop into your fucking head, man? Like, like at what point? Like, it's not like mRNA was thought up. It's not like a fucking mixtape that's like made in a weekend where they're like, yeah, we were just vibing really hard and we made this mixtape. It's like, no, this was years and years of research. Like, well, I mean, probably not actually, but you know, nonetheless, like there's, there, there were plenty of times to be like, dog, I really shouldn't do this, man. Like, you know, I, I should, I should just not, this doesn't feel right. Like we shouldn't be doing this. And, you know, I, we talked about Michael Crichton, uh, last episode and there was a lot of stuff for him when he was talking about like there's been gene altering conversations forever in like the medical field he was writing about it in the 60s um, all these things and it's like I don't know man I, I'm tired of like looking to the people who like started the fire to put it out you know I'm like kind of tired mm -hmm. of that yeah, of and I don't get into like the he's a fed this guy's a fed because ultimately if the average person could be maybe not a complete medical Pfizer cuck person like they might, but they might just be indifferent about it. If they hear something from Robert Malone that causes them to maybe question that exactly even if that is compromised. Yeah. I'm like, well, okay. What we're doing is trying to gain numbers on this stuff. There's always going to be weird, bad agents in a movement. Like there's always going to be that way. 
and n- never not once will that will that ever happen or people that flip later uh people that are constantly hedging seeing what side wins there's all types of stuff like that but you know it's a valid question and i you know when he was on rogan rogan didn't really push him on that and i feel like nobody's allowed to you know well, like the i mean it was like two i mean i think it was 2018 he published a paper you know with some with some pharmaceutical company in the department of defense uh-huh. it was called like vax track and it was like we have these, you know, this idea for mRNA technology, but it's going to take really long to make these vaccines. What we're saying is we're going to take the seven years and turn it into three months. And like, he was literally the author. And, you know, fast forward two years and he's like the biggest opponent um, of this technology. So it's just interesting how that happens. I don't know how it happened, but it's something to to think about if you're thinking. Yeah, I, I no, I, it's 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 tough because I don't because like look, let's not beat around the bush. Even you get called a Fed man, like like uh, people like like Alex Gutentag. We have a, it gets called like a Fed all the time. It it gets thrown around crazy, like like to everybody, to anybody and everybody. There's all that stuff happens, but like if anybody was, it'd be the guy <laughs> who fucking made it. Like that's all I'm saying. I'm like I don't think he is. I don't. This isn't like a disrespectful thing. I'd love to talk to him, but it's like it's this weird thing where nobody's allowed to like bring that up because it's like you'd censor you know it's or not censor but it'd be like a it's like a taboo thing but it's but it as far when you get this far down into the rabbit hole of you know how these things get made you i you know if you can pull the back behind the curtain that's great but like like you said some of the damage is already done so um it's just like when you that stuff you know when you think of like okay we have this super you know powerful movement that it's a giant threat to like the pharmaceutical industry and like the the deep state or whatever you want to call it and the person at the very top of that movement spent his whole career working for the federal government at the department of industry it's just like that's super interesting and that at the same time he will never say he feels guilty or apologize for the fact that his product is now like murdering people so just when you take those two things combined you get a weird feeling but at the same time i love his talks and his writing interviews it's just like something to think about right and you get the you get the whole um there's like a kind of a a plot line or a trope in a lot of like espionage novels and movies where it's like wow the guy who was on this side and thought he was doing good you know went the other way finally realized like pulled back the curtain and saw something he didn't like and and i think that's that can kind of you know that can kind of be okay for some people like oh he saw he saw it and and realized that 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 wasn't the case but it's like dude i just want to find the guy like there's one guy twitter account named like luigi warren like that guy i guess was like a part of of, of mr and i don't know exactly what he took part in but that dude like immediately he said he's like ah dude immediately i was like fuck this it was almost like he got fired during the process yeah. and he was like <laughs> like they should have kept him on a little longer or something but he he's like all about it just kind of like let me let me you know he's kind of some of these guys turn into just like politics guys after a while where it's like it just ends up being like a um like reacting to certain like elections and and stuff like that but i will say you know we we tend to getting to what back to what i was saying about the espionage trope and stuff like that you also see now that you people think that a government contractor for green energy vehicles and space travel is going to give them free speech on the internet so, like, there's people that just love that trajectory. They love that, like, heroes, almost a heroes. Hero, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, you know, they've watched too many Marvel superhero movies. Like, they uh-huh. really think that there's going to be this, this one guy who's a billionaire and he loves technology and he's going to use everything that he knows about technology and science to just 
bring us bring a society in a, in a great direction and it's like it's we're not living in a movie like we have to take responsibility for ourselves yeah well and there you go and uh by the way welcome welcome to sigh shout out Sai. shout out Sai. i don't even know you can hear us right Yo, can you hear me guys yeah 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 okay good. cool hey, yeah cool going? sweet yeah um so Thanks. yeah sorry like yeah and my my cat's running around right now. If you hear any weird, it's not like the back of my throat. It's just fucking cat. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So, um, you know, lots, a lot's going on right now. A lot's going on. I think the reason we uh, convened is because uh, there's a lot of stuff happening with, with Kanye West and Kyrie, Kyrie Irving. Um, there's, it's well known. If you listen to this show, I roll I, Kanye is in the eye roll category for me. Just everything's an eye roll. Just kind of <laughs> for me. Um, I understand that's, I, I, I get the appeal I get. I, and a lot of times I don't disagree, but, um, Kyrie Irving, I'm way more sympathetic to, uh, yeah. in, in terms of just, it, it seems like a natural journey for him. Um, but, um, let's just talk about this from there. Uh, right, right before an election happens, right before, uh, basically after six years of just straight up fascism is coming fascism is coming unless you vote fascism is coming unless you vote all of a sudden uh the second holocaust is almost happening um basically that's that's what's being sold to us right now is that these uh rich black guys are just like let's do the holocaust again that's what that that's what new york post is running or new york times i should say running with washington post is running with is basically the holocaust is happening and Kanye west and kyrie irving are effectively being punished uh, as much as somebody with a lot of money can be punished. Um, so let's start with Kanye. Uh, before I get in on my kind of eye roll stuff on Kanye, what uh, walk me through your, I, you know, you've been a Kanye fan for a while, Jeremy. So like walk, walk me through, how, are you, are you still with him? Are you still with him? Still with Ye? I, I uh, like personally, I think out of all of the top tier celebrities in our country, I, I do think that the most interesting person to watch is Kanye. Like whether he's saying something, what he's like, I, I right. do think it's interesting. Um, like I'm not saying I'm, I'm a giant fan. I love him, but it's just like, it's the most interesting from like a, right. just from a watching standpoint. But um, let's go back. I just want to like, let's for what's happening now. I feel like we need to kind of set the scene. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so in 2016, you know, Donald Trump won the election and like two days after he won is when Kanye West started his um, his Pablo tour. And, you know, the new everyone from The New York Times to The Washington Post to, you know, like BuzzFeed and Complex and like the music magazines, like everyone was talking about this tour. And, you know, like like him or not, like he is one of the biggest celebrities in our country. So everyone Easily. was watching the tour. Everyone was listening to what he was saying. Um, so it was like the second show or maybe maybe it was the third show it was like right after trump won and he like i've seen the videos he came out on stage he was a little like frustrated and he was like um let me ask you guys do you think that there's donald trump supporters here at my concert and the crowd was like boo and they were like cheering for clinton and he was like no 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 i'm not saying who do you like i'm just saying do you believe that there are trump supporters here at my concert because he did win. So that means like there has to be some. Right. Statistically. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I just booze, booze, booze. And he was like, okay, um, listen, like they're all saying like Trump, like Trump didn't win or Russia, blah, blah, blah. But like the truth is that America felt away. They hated 
how the like the liberal elites were treating everyone and treating the country. And they showed the elites how they felt and they voted for Donald Trump. And that's mm -hmm. the truth. And you guys don't believe that because Google is lying to you. Facebook is lying to you. That's why you never oh, thought yeah. that someone could win. And, you know, he then he started getting crazy. He was like, it's a new world Hillary Clinton. It's a new world. Barack feelings matter. Uh, middle America felt away, blah, blah, blah. And um, so and this is right around the time where Russiagate is starting to happen in the media. So you have the biggest celebrity, um, one of the biggest celebrities in the country in the mm -hmm. beginning of his tour, um, everyone reporting on it. And at the same time, you have like the political establishment trying to say Trump won because of Russia. And like these ideas are diametrically opposed to each other. Um, so who knows what he's going to say the next show, the next show, the next show. And, and, you know, a lot of people are listening. And so 12 hours after that show, dun dun, you get like a, a news alert, Kanye West, um, you know, psychiatrically, you know, sent to the hospital against his will, um, tour canceled. And you're like, oh, that's, that's interesting. Um, uh, that's Some people good. were like, good, thank you. We need, this was yeah. a great intervention. He asked if there were. Yeah, exactly. There. Yeah. Yeah. So he got sent um, to UCLA um, and he was there for like 12 days and um, he was, you know, pumped full of drugs. And um, now I'm going to actually reference something that Spencer Latou said, uh, rest in peace. He's not on Twitter anymore. Um, right, right. But, yeah, shout out. Um, he referenced that book, um, uh, Drugs as Weapons Against Us by John Potash. And in it, John Potash talks about a lot of um, celebrities in the 60s when they were really anti-war or really political. Uh -huh. um, you know, the CIA or whoever would facilitate, you know, giving drugs to um, this artist manager and then the manager would give it to a friend and then the friend would give it to the artist. And yeah. then this person would get hooked on drugs and totally change their tune, stop being political and be more, you know, um, John Potash said, in some cases, these people got really religious. And so I was like, oh, that's interesting. Kanye comes out of the hospital, Jesus freak. Um, so, and he puts on the, the red hat, like before the hospital, it was like anti-establishment, like this is why Trump won. And then after the hospital it was like, I love Trump. I love MAGA. Like it was, it was a little different, um, like a different tune. One of those things like suits the powerful, which is the president of the United States. And like the other is like super anti-establishment. And um, so that was interesting. And then you see, you see who, who put him in the hospital. And it was this guy, um, Harley Pasternak, um, who is, you know, like the trainer to everyone in Hollywood, um, super connected. He worked for um, Canada's, um, they called it the, quote, uh, the superhuman lab. And he was able to try <laughs> drugs. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> Did Robert Maloney still work there too? Or no? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He worked for the superhuman lab and he would test drugs. And this is from his own interviews that, you know, the general public and that the, the market and that all these people, like they wouldn't know what they were. They were experimental drugs, test them on soldiers to see how it affected soldiers, you know, ability to stay awake, their agility. Um, you know, like he, the way he put it was, um, you know, if you need someone a, a, like a sniper to stay awake for five days straight, we would make a drug that maybe would help him do that. So they were just testing stuff on soldiers. And so this is the person who called the cops on Kanye and got him psychiatrically um, uh, arrested, essentially. He was handcuffed. Um, so Kanye West comes out of the hospital. And uh, during an interview with Charlemagne the God, Kanye says, yeah, I mean, like, I, I 
thought they were going to kill me. Like I was really scared going to the hospital. Like I, it was against my will. I thought they were going to kill me. And so fast forward, um, he, he's saying all this stuff about, um, actually, wait, let's go back for a second. Like the reason that these things happen, I think is because when you have someone who's worth a billion dollars and when you have these people who are influencers in society and you know, like what they're saying is so, um, either a threat to the establishment or what they're saying could really, really help the establishment. Um, what they're, what they're saying is always very important. And when you have so much money, so many people, so many brands, so many companies are, um, you know, relying on you to feed their families, to pay their paychecks for their stock numbers to go up. And so when you start to make a fool out of yourself and lose money, you're also losing the entire network money and all these people money. Mm. And, um, and that's kind of like why, you know, Harvey Weinstein, he hired the, the black rock, black box, um, black cube. It was a private, um, military firm, uh, mm. because he messed up. He was like, raping oh, people. that was the thing ice cube was posting. Yeah. I was like, wait, what yeah. <laughs> he did, <laughs> he was the black cube. No, but uh, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, anyways, go ahead. No, like hard, like. Kanye is saying things like, which is damaging his reputation, but Harvey Weinstein was raping people and that was damaging his reputation. And at risk was his entire film, like his entire film empire. So the film empire hired, you know, these um, people to um, threaten and coerce and silence these, these rape victims because he didn't to keep the film empire, you know, um, above water and keep all these people getting paid. And so, Kanye West is making fool of himself. He's saying all this stuff about Jews and um, obviously like he's losing billions of dollars. He lost his gap deal. He lost his Adidas deal. Like who knows how much like his music catalog might even lost value. Like if, if people sure. don't, him, I don't know how that works, but you know, billions of dollars people are losing, not just Kanye, everyone that is hired by Kanye, every brand that works with Kanye, um, everyone's losing money. And so he gets a text. He posts this text on Twitter from this this Harley passionate character. And it says, listen, you have two options. You can sit down with me and talk. And you can't say any dumb stuff that you heard on Twitter or you heard from your dumb friends. And you can't cuss. Option two is that I have you institutionalized again. They're going to drug the crap out of you. And you're going to go to zombie land. And um, play dates with your kids just won't be the same. Like... You know what? What trainer, um, you know, threatens their client like this? Like, who is this man working for? Um, yeah, it's super interesting. Like, in, in what world can you, as just a regular physical trainer in Hollywood, text one of the most like famous people, powerful people in Hollywood, essentially, and say like, I'm gonna have you psychiatrically institutionalized and drugged up, and you're not gonna see your kids anymore if you don't start acting right. Like it's a super like interesting dynamic. Like who, where, who is this guy, Harley Pasternak? Um, Cause he already had him institutionalized the first time, like judging by all mainstream media reports, TMZ, NBC, they're like Harley Pasternak called the cops on Kanye. Um, they were at his house and now he's saying, I'm going to do it again if you don't stop talking like you're talking. So it seems like they're trying to, you know, save this, this, um, you know, save people money. Maybe like, who is he working for? I don't know. But like, it's interesting that a, a trainer would would threaten yeah this person. It's just like a that. personal trainer, right? Because like that's essentially what this guy is. And I saw one of some of his other client list was uh, 
at the time, Ellen Page uh, yeah. <laughs> was one of his clients. And I mean, hey, who, you know. Did you he see was, that, that meme? He was like, was... if you want real gains, what you really got to chop off is, uh, but, <laughs> yeah, you know, and, 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 you know, maybe just something like that happened. Maybe that, that could have been just a pure physique thing, you know, uh, but the, you know, <laughs> it had other, it had, uh, other, other people, uh, other, you know, it just makes, I feel like it makes the bench pressing a little easier. That's all I'm saying. But the, uh, the, the, who's the, he, he had some other people on his like uh, on his client list that were. Yes, I mean, there's everyone. Like, it, it's literally like if, if you can think of somebody that's popular in Hollywood, they probably work with Harley Pasternak. And mm. oh, also, you guys will like this because, um, like, uh, we like nutrition. <laughs> Harley has like an influencer TikTok where he's nice. like, "This is healthy. This is not healthy. This is healthy." And oh, I was, you know, yeah. let me just check this out. Maybe he's actually really, really smart at like about this stuff. <laughs> And I uh, I checked it out, and the first video I watched was um him saying, you know, like you guys, I, this is the truth. You're you're gonna say I'm I'm an industry for the I'm a, a shill for the dairy industry, but this is the truth. There's never any steroids um, or antibiotics in your milk. That's uh-huh. the truth. And, and so I was like, okay, let me go to the next one. And I went to the next one. And he was like, listen, you can drink diet soda every day. It's better than drinking regular um, sugar filled soda. I'm telling you the truth. Have a nice day, guys. I was like, that's such a weird health tip. Okay, next. And they yeah. were all like this. So it was just like all bullshit health tips. Um, like diet soda is good for you. Milk doesn't have any hormones ever. Like uh-huh. just a- tap water fresh from the sink. It's the best water you can get. Um, yeah, he's not invited on rare candy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you that. It would not be no, long. And so. also, he doesn't look like a man who was birthed traditionally when you look at him like he looks like a like his he has like he has like straight up like the weird alopecia look about him i don't know if he has it or not but it's almost like he was just some like like earthworm that just came from like the surface one day like yeah. if you look weird at the guy alopecia. He, just, like, he was born at 30 weird alopecia. it was born he was born at like age 37 just came from the ground and it was it was just like man like the guy just is one of those nefarious looking people that um you know like there's gonna i feel like he's gonna be one of those guys where it's like uh Ghislaine maxwell it's like do you have a picture with harley you know like this is he in your pictures like you might want to like you know you might want to uh, come clean about something man if you have a picture with him and uh you know okay how about this because since i am such a kanye skeptic i do have to maybe just do a little devil's advocate here yeah, yeah. um the big Kanye excuse is his mother dying, right? Was is that's the mental mental health thing? Is basically after his mother passed away, um, he just lost it, right? Which again, you know, and it can happen to anybody. It's 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 very tough, but um, <laughs> it does seem like that's that does seem like wow, we're really milking that one, you know? Like for, uh, this was like 2007 that that happened, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like, like we're like all right, all right, like the final stage of grief is like. Israel, what's going on? You know, and and but uh, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff we're, we're milking there. But like, I also think like, okay, the guy's going through a divorce, right? And maybe this is part of the Harley thing and stuff. The guy's going through a divorce. He's definitely just melting down. I think he constantly is one of those guys that rears his head every year and needs to be the topic of discussion. I do think I do think he's one of those guys. I do think he does like Andy Coffin performance art. But let's just say that that text is not actually from Harley. Let's just say that Kanye West pulled like a weird Antonio Brown style stunt where he had his friend text him under a number under that name, you know, and put that out. And he's just creating an insane dramatic plot line. Um, rich black guys having anti-Semitic views, not exactly a new thing. 
um, in, in, in media. So like that, I could actually see being an organic thing for him personally. Um, I think anybody who does record deals, um, might be able to, you know, like it happens a lot. It's been happening since the beginning of rap and beginning of even soul music and stuff like that. These kind of tirades that have happened. Just, we live in a social media area where that, that gets caught on, but like, could this all be an act, man? Like some of this stuff? I don't know. I just, it's a devil's advocate. I don't fully believe what I'm saying. I just have to ask. I think like the, like the white lives matter, like, and even the MAGA hat. Like, I think that's what I mean, dude. It's a lot of that is an act, but like when it comes to like this, like, um, this group of this network of people trying to, you know, um, manage a celebrity, and we see that like with a bunch of different celebrities all the time. This is just like the most public, I feel like. Um, and there's just when Harley Pasternak, he went on private after this thing happened and he mm. never disputed that he said those things, even though it was reported on in like the New York Post and like the, the entire media was saying he said this. So like if he didn't say that and that's fake, like that's I would come out and be like, I, I didn't say that. Yeah. And, and then. Also, according to like the mainstream media, um, when Kanye first got sent to the hospital um, during his like um, 2016 election thing, it was it's like fully agreed upon that Harley Pasternak sent him, like locked him up in the hospital um, and put him on all these drugs. Um, so it's that's true. So the first one he definitely did. The only evidence that he did the second one is the screenshot from Twitter. So yeah, you could be uh, like entirely correct. I, I have no way to verify that. No, no, I, nobody does. And I don't know if I even believe that. I just, you have to ask because he is that like type of guy where like, again, the whole slavery was a choice thing. It's like, oh, I'm going to like organically walk into the TMZ headquarters and debate Van Lathan about slavery, you know? <laughs> and and huh. it's it's very classic, like I'm leaving the Democrat plantation. I'm just sick of the Democrats and then starting like an insane right wing, like covering the Fetterman versus Oz on TikTok with like rap lyrics and rap beats behind you. Like, it's just this like weird kind of pivot where he's always trying to corner a new market, by the way. Like he's always he's always trying to be any any what to be real. He is ahead on everything like he was ahead. He basically started the whole like from a production beat production standpoint, he started the whole like speeding up a soul record to where it's Alvin and the chipmunks and then deciding to make a beat out of that. No, it's true. Like that's him. That's who, that's why people do that now, you know, and that he started a lot of these things that people be like, that's fucking stupid. Why would you do that? Why would you make homeless gear for people to buy? Why would you do that? Well, it sells, you know, and, and uh, I just wonder if he's just like, I don't know. It's he's very much a performance art guy. Performance art people are always like, okay, whether I'm a David Bowie fan, he was a big performance art guy. It's either you love it or you hate it. Um, And I just wonder uh, now the thing you say about the religious thing is, is interesting because I'm actually a religious person. Like I, I, I I am a Catholic. Like it's, 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 I still practice it like uh, in, in uh, not as diligently as I should be, but I, but I, but I do. It's very weird. The Jesus is King thing was really weird for me where I was like, okay, uh, like first off the album sucked. So I was like, you like, that's the, the most, the most organic part about it was the album sucked because most Christian music does. (laughs) So like for some reason, it's like, dude, you're making it for God, like make it good. You know, like that's (laughs) like, like, it's just like, man, like people are like, well, God's going to love it no matter what. And it's like, I, does he, 
you know, like I feel like he's gonna be like love the gesture, but it, you know, he might be like, hey, dude, like back to the lab. Like, God's I, got you, the fridge art, and he's like, yeah. you're like his three year old. Like, yeah, it's yeah. great. Like, let me just put yeah. it up here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is the Loch Ness monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks just like him. Yeah, and uh, the uh, yeah, exactly. It's kind of one of those things where I'm like, that was the most organic part about it. But he had one like song on that album that was literally sounded like you left the key in and we're going to lock the door of your car. And it goes, ding, 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 ding. Like that, that was the beat. Yeah, I remember the song. Though. Yeah. It's with push a T and everything. And I was just like, all right, man, like this is just like, this just doesn't sound right, man. As like, as uh, that, that didn't sound right. So you could be, because even as at his weirdest stage, right. As at his weirdest stage of music before that, it still felt like him. It still felt like a natural trajectory of artists, but right there, it did seem like something changed. So I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do. I think he he was, like he. I mean, he says, but like, like I just I do believe that he was, you know, drugged, you know, against his will in this hospital, and like, who knows what drugs, and he he came out, um, like weird and different, and was like talking about Jesus all the time, and that's fine, and you know, you have the like the the right the online right, like and like Tucker Carlson type people saying like, oh, like you know, talking about Jesus, like. Democrats will hate this. This is super anti-establishment to talk about Jesus, especially in Hollywood. Right. Like, yeah, but what he was talking about before that was like calling out like big tech and calling out like the mm-hmm. uh, establishment. And now it's just Jesus. Like one of those things is way more threatening than the other. Everyone talks about Jesus. Um, so it's interesting to see that happen so quickly. Um, like in, in the, out of the hospital, into the hospital, and then out of the hospital talking about Jesus, like you never have before. Um, and also it's kind of like the QAnon thing, like QAnon, like you took all of this, um, you took all this super anti-establishment, um, like energy, like these people, they thought 9-11 was an inside job. They wanted to know what happened to JFK. Um, and then like QAnon happens and takes all these people and puts all that energy into them just cheering for the federal government or cheering for the president of the United States, Donald Trump. Like, you know, you're taking that and it's kind of like that same Kanye West was super upset about what big tech did during that election and was about to like kind of talk about Russiagate. And then he just kind of, they channeled that into something that's not very anti-establishment and more like pro Trump MAGA hat. Mm -hmm. No, totally. I, I totally, I totally agree. But I, you know, as far as, as far as that goes, I'm sorry. Do we have any more like, things about Kanye because I do want to talk about Kyrie as well so is there any yeah, I, think there... I think that's it I think that's it so you got anything on Kanye <laughs> I just think I, the only thing I was thinking of is like I think they drug these guys they drug them in the psych ward or whatever but this this guy this trainer guy probably like laces them with some like some Beatles LSD coffee shit to get them to freak Sid out Barrett, Sid you know, Barrett yeah, acid, exactly. like acid yeah mm-hmm. and then if anyone checks it he's obviously true like he is freaking out you know kind of, that was all I was gonna yeah. that was all I was thinking he just I mean, needs to all. drink some milk man yeah yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. All good. I got him yeah he's cracking you know, actually, there's a diet cola all right just like calm down yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, oh, that's, yeah that's a good point because during this interview that I just watched with Harley Pasternak he talks a lot about um, exhaustion. He talks a lot about exhaustion. He talks about drugs that make people exhausted. He talks about drugs that stop people from getting exhausted and how that this was his specialty at the superhuman lab. And um, that first time that uh, Kanye West was sent to the hospital in 2016, um, the media reports, if you Google it, it's because he was suffering from, quote, exhaustion, which is Mm -hmm. interesting. Oh, okay. So I yeah. actually, I did have one more thing on this. Now, I let's say this. 
there are ways to have a handler and i'm not against 100 i'm not 100 against celebrity icons having a handler because sometimes they need them britney spears needs a handler clearly like if you look at britney spears that's an insane woman like straight up like whether how she got that way that's probably a sad story to be honest but like the minute her dad just was like fucking fine go out and do shit like like it's gonna uh, everyone's gonna see what we see you know and she then she's like <laughs> got like her seven-year-old in the other room and she's like dancing to pitbull naked like in a in a room and you know there's the, the that happens now your fam your your handler should be your family that's old school Right. That's that's my thing. Like your family, that's like Elvis kind of had handlers and all these kind of people. It should be like, you know, people around you. Right. Like and but when you start having like weird, nefarious, like smooth, just weird, smooth people that look like they just slither on the floor like <laughs> trainers, like just no limbs, just a worm, you know. And and when you have those type of people, uh, that's when it really becomes very weird. Yeah, and, it seems like this guy's just like a. Exactly, just like a like a worm looking guy from like that Universal Studios is paying to like yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, dude. Like that, that exactly. And then like and then also he can like double back on like the Dairy Association, be like get little checks <laughs> there, you know. Um, so Kyrie Irving, I have a lot to say about this. Kyrie Irving uh, is under a lot of heat right now. Now this I feel like is I I could see the Kyrie. Th- it's just like it's an. What people are struggling with, with Kyrie, I'll get into what the, the timeline of it. What Kyrie is, Kyrie is just a not Democrat black guy. And people are just, like that, just like classic. Like if you've met one, it should, this doesn't shock you. Anything Kyrie Irving's doing. If you've met a guy who probably wears like a Jamaican flag shirt, cargo shorts, some Puma shoes, listens <laughs> to reggae, big into Bob Marley, stuff like that. That's what they do. They don't take vaccines. They, um, are extremely talented at like one thing and it, people can be frustrated when they're not around all the time to do it, but they're like, Oh my God, this guy should have made it like big, but Kyrie's the one that did right. He's the one that was just insane bred to play basketball. Probably the best handles I've seen of any NBA, NBA player ever. Uh, as a warrior fan, he put the fear of God in my heart. It's the first time I've ever watched a game where I was like, Oh my God, I, I there's nothing I can do. And it felt like watching my family inside a burning fire. That's what it felt like when Kyrie Irving was just tearing down the warriors. It was insane. And, um, on top of all that, Kyrie Irving is just kind of like a regular guy because the right really wanted to latch on to Kyrie Irving. I saw it. They wanted to latch on, but then they saw he posted the black square for George Floyd. Wow. Shock that that happened, by the way. Just a mm-hmm. big shock. Like, wow, I thought he was going to be based and watch live PD every day like I do, <laughs> you know, and just document every crime that I've ever seen. I just want to just want to hear about crime. I just literally want to know about every individual crime. I thought he was like that. Ugh. So that that's where we're at with Kyrie. Now Kyrie had an uh-oh, had a little oopsie daisy. But did Kyrie Irving say anything? Yeah, he did. He said stuff in the past. His name's already tainted because he didn't want to take the COVID vaccine. Actually held the line, went to protests and really didn't hedge on any part of it. Uh so I'll ever I'll always forever respect him, but his name's already soiled in the media. So what does he do now? He retweeted a documentary retweeted the documentary i don't even know what the documentary is about but i guarantee you it's not even that anti-semitic it's more so a a imbalance of power kind of documentary uh by alex jones another guy whose name is completely soiled and actually can't is basically the biggest pariah in media right now and i didn't know it was an alex jones doc 
That's believe crazy. I believe it was. Wow. I thought, or at least something that he promoted. It was. It might have been an Infowars adjacent documentary, but it was basically an Alex Jones. I, I it, fact check me on that if that's not true. But I, I it's something of that nature. It might have just been how Democrat libs always go. Well, it's just Alex Jones. I, it's like this. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think what happened was like before this, um, like the Jewish thing. He um, shared something that Alex Jones said about secret societies, um, and that was separate from this documentary. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So he shared, like, again, he had his day of Ice Cube posting. You know what I mean? It happened <laughs> again. Who doesn't? If you know non like Democrat, like uh, Nicole Hannah Jones, like black people, it's not that shocking. Like, I just like, it's just like a thing. Like, if you know those type of people, it's not that big of a deal. And I don't even mean that to generalize. I just mean it in a sense like, I've just met a million people that have that same opinion. I'm sorry. Like, it's just, it just, is an opinion in this world. Now, the funniest part about all this is, you know, classic Jewish stereotype, whether it's true or not, um, is, you know, money being cheap and, and stuff like that and just kind of taxing and, and and doing all this. And uh, Kyrie Irving, what does he have to do? Uh, that'll be $500,000 for you saying that it's true <laughs> about us. That'll be $500,000, please. Like, it's just, it's he has to pay it to the ADL. <laughs> that's 500k to the adl which not like i'm sorry these the adl even if there was another quote-unquote like holocaust it's not gonna involve those guys like so that, that's what i mean that's the craziest part about it it's like it's not he has to pay up to, it's just like elite to elite transfer i don't even think kyrie irving's like elite elite either he, I, he, I just he's, he works for the nba you know he, he's, he's an employee he's at least well. a work he's an he's okay that's a different thing i communists really struggle with like how sports work as far as business he's an independent entity he's his own guy he had shoes and everything he's his own guy and everything but he does ultimately is an employee of a team right so it's it's a little bit of both and he uh, is like, because I, I always see these like guys like epic, like communist YouTube guys like, is Kyrie Irving a worker? And they're like stroking their chin in the thumbnail. It's like, uh, all right, man, doesn't matter. Like, it's literally not important like at all. The ADL, like the ADL, like is yeah. just a giant elite political organization, like, you know, much, much bigger, much more politically powerful than Kyrie Irving. Yeah, uh, not even close. It's like, it's like, that's the thing. It's like we we have I don't this person didn't say this in public so i don't necessarily want to like attach this to them but somebody that we know told us they were like they perpetuate the stereotype more than anybody or like they make people more anti-semitic because it's like it does seem like a burgeoning organization of like people that like will swat down any dissent whatsoever and like basically drop the hammer and it's like i don't think Kyrie irving wants a holocaust i just don't i don't think that that kanye west wants a holocaust i don't think any of that stuff happens but it's like why is it like it's just like punished to the fullest extent for somebody like I'm sorry, somebody whose name's already poisoned for them to do something like that. But like the punishment was even more swift than the COVID vaccine stuff. Like, I'm sorry. Like he was still able to like make money during his COVID vaccine stuff. Like, I and think this is, I think it's from like in like in their eyes, the people who are making the decisions, like whether like it's part of the team um, or whoever, like, I think that this is, carried on over from like the covid vaccine stuff like the covid vaccine stuff is like okay it's insulting to like maybe you know the quote-unquote science but you know he's not really harming anyone and then like as soon as he shares this documentary it's like okay we got him now he's being hateful to jews so yeah. like, it, mm -hmm. it's like it, they just want to punish anybody who's like not towing the line whether it's like with covid or whether like 
Yeah. Just like he's obviously a, like a threat, like not actually a threat, but like a threat to like the hearts and minds of people. Um, he's an independent thinker. Like whether it comes, whether it's COVID, and it's a weird, you know, niche documentary. It's like who's sharing weird niche documentaries in the NBA? Very few people. Yeah. So like maybe this one wasn't like maybe who knows what the next documentary that he would share would be. So like punish him now and then he won't share any more information, whether it's about COVID or whether it's about, you know, Israel or whatever. Right. Exactly. And and the the crazy part about it is like, you know, I don't I don't know like how to how to uh, I don't know how to say this, but a lot of like a lot of people seem to seem to think like, okay, there all years, however you feel about this or not, you have to at least acknowledge the hypocrisy and how this is enforced, right? You hear about, well, black people can't be racist because of power dynamics. You know what I mean? Like they can, even if they say something hateful, it's not going to ultimately be racist because racist. And then they put like this weird, like, um, like Albert Einstein formula. It's like racism is power <laughs> over, over control. Oh, times the, the square root of, you know, like this. And it's like, all right, cool. That, yeah. You, we used to know exactly what racism was, by the way. And it was never debatable for the longest time, but no worries. Uh, glad we added an academic angle to this. And uh, there's, for the longest time but then the minute like i'm sorry like a lot of the jewish people Ky kyrie irving is talking about are going to be white jewish people i know there's like terms for different types of i don't know them so uh there's he's talking about like white jewish people for the most part and first off like i thought that was like all systems go in our current structure right like i'm just saying like he, yeah. he should be able if it was okay if there were irish people controlling the wealth if that was what he was saying, he's like, ah, there's Irish people just controlling the wealth. Like nobody would care. Right. So it's just like this weird thing where it's like, I guess the rules are meant to be incoherent because that means it's easier to punish people who dissent yeah, exactly. because like, I guess that maybe that answers my question, but it's like, come on, man. Like, it's like, I thought for the longest time, you know, the whole thing was that like you had to have quote unquote institutional power to be like, racist or anti all the George fluid stuff. Like it was um, expected that like if you were an NBA player, you're gonna call out white people for controlling things and for not treating black people well. And like now, you add, um, you, you say Jewish people, even though it's you're talking about it's white Jewish people, um, yeah. and it's like it's it's headline worthy, it's five hundred thousand dollar fine worthy, it's he's a Nazi worthy, like it's it's this is a scary moment uh, worthy, like it's really um, hypocritical and kind of confusing. If you don't think about it, like I have a, I have a friend who's really into sports and mm -hmm. um, we don't, we don't talk about this kind of stuff. Cause I, he's, he's very, very smart, but he's very like Democrat political sports um, lib. Yeah. I know the guy. Yeah. yeah I know the guy. His timeline right now. I hope he never listens to this. His timeline is just like, he'll retweet. It's like someone will tweet like, this is the worst week ever for the NBA. And mm -hmm. it's, it's, he's, it's serious. Like he actually like, they're upset like as sports fans because Kyrie Irving is saying what he's saying. And I, maybe you are more like yeah. you more of this, but like, that's crazy to me. No. And okay. You opened up the floodgates here, Jeremy. Sorry. So this might, this might, the, the, the NBA, the NBA lib sports fan is the guy like is, is the like Marvel fan of sports fans. Like it's the, it's the kind of they're, they're so weird. First off, like NBA is crazy. We're like, I, I remember like when I first got on Twitter, I was just a sports guy, like for the longest time. And it was, it was a small account. I would just be in replies, just debating people about dumb shits. I had this job where I worked at a skate park where I would just literally just watch a skate park all day. So I'd just be <laughs> debating. This is like 2010, 
you know, 2011, early Twitter, right? Firing shit off. Um, and for the longest time, like I'd be debating, like an NBA, it's like you're either like debating like a 12 year old, like you're like, oh shit, this guy's like 12. I didn't realize that. Like, you know what I mean? Like when, when they're, they're, they're <laughs> We've like, all been they're, there. They're, <laughs> like, they're like, they're like, fuck you, the Blazers are good. And like, you're just like, and then you look at their thing and it's all Beyblades posting on their profile. You're like, okay, this is weird. And then, uh, so then you, then, but then you'll be like debating the same guy and you, you're like, I don't know who this is. And this guy's like, no, I actually am the assistant coach for Villanova. Actually, like, I actually know way more than you. And it's this weird thing. Like the NBA is insane. They have, it's the most lib league of all time of any sport besides maybe like soccer or something. But like, even then, like NBA, we're talking about power dynamics. They move the needle, right? And it, especially in America. And in the NBA, people are player-centric, right? It's not team-centric in the NBA. It used to be team-centric a long time ago. But mm-hmm. because of roster sizes, NBA, you, you got like an 11-man roster every night. Whereas in the NFL, you have a 53-man roster, right? So one guy in the NBA moves the needle a lot more than one guy in the NFL, right? So the... These guys, everybody's like a player stand. It's like how like gay guys are really into like divas on Twitter, like Ariana Grande versus like Nicki Minaj and stuff. It's the same concept, but for like ball players. Uh, that's how these guys like you got LeBron stands, you got uh, Kobe stands, you got uh, um, Ja Morant stands. These guys, right? They're all they're 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 all this. Now Kyrie used to have stands back in the day. He didn't have any anymore. <laughs> like, it's like they all left. Everybody dumps on him, and there was a clip, an interview. Right. Where or not an interview, but his press conference after all this. And this guy just says, like, hey, like, what do you have to say about the documentary that you showed everybody on Twitter? And he was like, I just retweeted something, man. Like, he's like, That's it. I, just, I just retweeted it. And the, he's like, you're trying to get your soundbite out of me. You're not going to get it. The guy says, no, uh, um, but you you don't have to realize you're using your platform to push like misinformation and harmful stuff that could get people hurt, which where have we heard that before, by the way, it's a stock answer, like to everything, to anything that pushes anything of power is that's the thing you used your platform. You may not think this, you may not directly cause this harm, but you used your platform for, to promote something that then can cause harm on another level. And that's what he did. And and that and that's and he's just basically saying, like, I'm sorry, I'm I'm not gonna apologize. I'm not gonna like take it down or anything. Like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna continue to do me. Like I, I didn't I didn't do anything to anyone. I pressed I pressed a button on Twitter, you know, which is true. That's what's what he did. And um again, I'm I'm more I'm more sympathetic to him be, because his journey is quite easy to see if you've you know, either seen athletes because there always have been zany athletes. Like there was a time where Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who now is just like a Pfizer guy and like BLM Pfizer guy, basically now. But if at a time in the league, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was kind of like the, whoa, he's like Afrocentric and crazy, man. Like he reads like, you know, uh, uh, James Baldwin and all this kind of stuff. Like he's, he's, uh, it's crazy. He's wild. Like, but you know, the, the tide has shifted in the complete you other direction be, you have to be a lib like that or, yeah or, exactly it. it's um, just different now it's there's a there's the same power at stake but it just has a different disguise you know it's different you have to be a lib i mean you have to look they look at the racial dynamics of the nba of course it's easy to just push like lib nonsense there because all libs do is pretend to help um hypothetical minorities people like basically it's just like this guy that they've dreamed up in their head that they're helping find helping vote 
That's what they're doing. They're like, I'm helping this guy in Georgia vote. That's what like liberals think when they're voting. They're like, I'm help. He cannot vote. He's pounding on doors. He doesn't know where the voting booth is. He um, lost his driver's license accidentally and is just like pounding on the doors and is just like, how do I vote? And that's what libs do when they vote. That's what they think. So like the idea that, I mean, athletes, like they, we, you know, people love the sport. They go on the, the court, they play their game and they do that. It's like, how crazy is it to expect? They all think exactly the same, like the democratic establishment. Like these are people from all yeah. different walks of life. Like it's so it's like Kyrie Irving, you know, watch this niche documentary and the world explodes. Like he's just a guy. He happens to mm-hmm. be amazing at basketball. Like he might watch all sorts of documentaries. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really wild. I, I mean, I'm not, I just have been following Kyrie's journey since he said he's not going to take the vaccine and then right. never, never bent a knee and still didn't take the vaccine. And then I'm, I mean, I'm not surprised that now, you know, he's getting in trouble for something. I feel like it's just going to be constant, like, you know, punishment from for, from him ever since the he stuck his neck out with the vaccine. Yeah, it, exactly. And it's easy to attach stuff to that because, you know, you we ha- the NBA allows people like Rex Chapman, who basically I think he tried to rob the Apple store because he was on fucking like Oxycontin or something, I, I believe. But since Rex Chapman is the biggest libtard of all time now on NBA Twitter, it doesn't matter. He's allowed to do anything. They put him on NBA front desk. He looks like an extremely beta Howie Mandel. Um, and <laughs> this is to scale because I don't think Howie Mandel even grades alpha personally. But I'm talking about even lower if you were to like have the curve going it's even worse if you if you look him up he's allowed to do whatever there's all types of nba players that have fucked up in the past but if you tow the party line it doesn't matter because at the end of the day it doesn't matter what you do in the past it's it's a, it's a religion right it doesn't matter in the past you can re- reach eternal salvation if you tell people to vote blue if you tell people to take the pfizer product take take the blue label pfizer pro- product um all this i don't know why it's always blue by the way um all this stuff it always seems blue World Economic Forum's blue. Like, a lot of stuff's blue. I don't know. What did you say? Where candy's blue. <laughs> Is it? Oh, we're purple, man. How dare you? I'm colorblind, honestly. Oh, okay. All right. I was going to say. <laughs> was that, like, some fucking psych? Because I started thinking, I'm like, are we blue? Like, I was like, yeah. fuck. I know. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude. We've always been blue. Dude, dude. no, <laughs> I, I felt like, like, one pill makes you stronger. And my head started, like, playing. I was like, oh, no. Are we blue? And, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was very, very odd. It felt like I was in Laurel Canyon in the 60s there. That was uh, quite, quite odd. Um, but, yeah, let's talk about our friend Max Blumenthal here um uh friend of the show he he got like just pushed into like straight up reaction to every tiktok conservative media sphere uh recently and max is a big name um you know i I, not everyone's heard of him but he's a he's a big he's a big name if you're on like twitter and do politics you know who he is and uh you know runs the gray zone done a great job on uh the russia ukraine stuff and published great pieces like jeremy wrote about uh, uh a lot of great reset stuff and like like you're there I, I i have nothing but respect for the guy the other day i see him pop up in a screenshot on ben shapiro i was like what like <laughs> what is happening like and i guess what happened was was that candace owens saw max and i i, I don't have the tweet in front of me of what max said but like Max was kind of espousing the same thing as what I was saying earlier, where it's like, okay, so the fine for anti-Semitism is to pay the ADL a bunch of money, right? 
And 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 it's like that doesn't seem like that helps any like Jewish people or like even if that was meant to be the case, like, right, if it was meant if you felt that Jewish people were truly at harm by what he says, that's not the punishment, you know, and uh, of course, you know, Candace Owens basically tagged on that. Essentially, I don't know she said something. And then Ben Shapiro was like, well, actually, consider for the sake of debate that uh, Candace <laughs> Owens uh, works for me. She's my employee and she decides to espouse anti-Semitic tropes. And, uh, you know, whatever. So he, he, all that, he said all this stuff, but he was basically saying Max Blumenthal is a Jew hater, big Jew yeah, hater. Max, Max was criticizing the ADL. And, um, then Candace Owens hopped in and was like, um, that this criticism of the ADL is right. But not only that, they're very similar to Black Lives Matter. And then Ben Shapiro was like, no, Damn. like, that's a, that's a crusher. Like, <laughs> ever been? Like, compare, you know, the ADL, which protects Jewish people to, Black Lives Matter, which I hate. You know, it's a it's a a very um, touchy issue for him. So he didn't like that Candace was equating the ADL with BLM, and um, <laughs> it was really it was really funny. And then he called Max Blum with all like a Jew hater, and Candace Owens was like, "Listen, I don't know him. It's just that the tweet's true though." And yeah, that's all I saw. Yeah. And the and the link and the links people post like to to basically corroborate Ben Shapiro's narrative that Max Blumenthal is a Jew hater is him interviewing like a holocaust denier and it looks like an older video and he was basically saying like hey why do you think that like oh okay i don't i don't agree you know like that's the video <laughs> but they're like you know again it's weird the conservatives who are super against cancel culture they use the same thing you used your platform to boost anti-semitic tro it's like okay so i guess it's fine for you guys to do it though you know, it's a weapon that it just should be in the right hands, but it's a weapon, a necessary weapon, I suppose. Like, I don't know. It's just the this thing is is insane. Um, seeing that, and like, I'm sure Max is you know up to his neck and bullshit right now over that. You know, basically uh, the uh, the one of the better takes I've seen of of any of it. Um, no, it was, it was a great tweet, and like, obviously Max is like he's Max is Jewish. Like to say he like he's a you know, a, a wait, Jew he, wait, what? No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, he, like, he that. just opposes like Israel, like politically, and like obviously Ben Shapiro, like spends his whole life defending Israel. So to have Candace Owens side with Max was like really triggering for him. Yeah, and and again, there was a time when in the 2020 election where Nicole Hannah Jones said, "Yeah, you might be black, but are you politically black?" Which means, do you vote Democrat? Right. <laughs> Max Blumenthal might not be politically Jewish is what we have to realize. He just might not be politically Jewish, which is funny because either party is still going to give money to Israel. So it's like whatever you do politically is essentially politically Jewish. Politically Jewish as long as you vote. Yeah. For it. yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. Like there's no there's like two politicians that are like, ah, maybe not as much to Israel. I don't know. Like float that idea. Like maybe if we just cut the Israel budget, like just a little bit, just shave off a sliver. You know, and they're like, no, absolutely not. You want this, the third, the second Holocaust. Like, sorry, man. So like, uh, and Max gets it from his own people there too. Like, you know, like from people who'd be like, look, Max, I've loved the gray zone forever. Huge fan. Got, <laughs> got a t-shirt, got a hat, um, painted my apartment gray, but uh, this was too far, dude. Like you don't, you don't say stuff like that. Um, so it's just, it's, it's nuts. It's nuts to see how much this really shakes people up. When like you truly, if you just look at it objectively, it's like how much harm were people causing, man? Like I don't think people want the next Holocaust. That's not what people want. Like I'm sorry. On that, yeah. like on my liberal friend who like sports his Twitter, and it was like, 
oh, you, you don't think Kyrie was um, promoting this documentary? And then it's a picture that shows how many Google searches of the name of the documentary happened in the last like day. And like it's obviously skyrockets, but it's like just like that doesn't mean like people are committing hate crimes against Jewish people because Kyrie Irving watched a documentary. Like it's it's a it's a wild way to think like that we're causing people, you know, physical harm, hate crimes. You know, the second Holocaust is going to happen any minute now. There's people in L.A. holding Kanye was right signs about Jews. Um, like I, I think that was AstroTurf. Like I, there's definitely hundred like, percent. ADL definitely set that up. Like they do that all the time, and like you can look that up all the time that they've been caught. You know, drawing swastikas on buildings and saying like, "Oh, we have a bunch of you know, we have rise and hate crimes in our city." Um, yeah. Israel needs three hundred billion more because of this. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's a lot. And and you know, I'll say this too: if I was Kyrie's lawyer, here's what I would say. <laughs> Kyrie's a lawyer, public defender. If I'm like the Ray Donovan for Ky, Kyrie Irving, if I if I say this, I'll go, hey, uh, all right. So what Kyrie did was he pressed share on the YouTube thing. Uh, he meant to press the text message to send to LeBron James, you know, <laughs> directly, and uh, he accidentally pressed with tw- the Twitter icon, and then and then it tweeted through automatically. Uh, he didn't mean that. I, I yeah, that's what I would have gone with, honestly. But you now, nonetheless. And uh, so, yeah, and then LeBron, it would have been funny if he did send it to LeBron and LeBron was like, watch this banger documentary and like didn't watch it because <laughs> LeBron never actually listens or watches anything or reads anything. So like, it'd be funny if LeBron was just like, watch this banger from my boy, Kyrie Irving, you know, like, check this out. <laughs> that, that, you know, we, a man can dream, I suppose, because uh, I would support all this happening to LeBron, by the way. Unfortunately, I hate to say it. I'm, I'm, I, I do have flaws in yeah. politics. I, did, I just say just I, like, what is politics? He's just like classic, like lib LeBron, uh, lib LeBron. Yeah, it's <laughs> li, he's liber, he's LeBron James. Yeah, no, he's he's like uh he he'll tweet like randomly. He'll be like like mind blown emoji seven times. He'll be like Flint water still dirty like that. Like that, that'll be that'll be like LeBron. And then like the next tweet will be like. My boy Takeoff, me and me and Takeoff from Migos, like, bro, we used to like play dominoes together every day, like just lying, you know, like, and that'll be like his next, his next tweet. And then like he'll be, then the next tweet will be like, this episode of Blackish, though. This episode of Blackish, like fire emoji, fire emoji. Like, like he's just he's just like he is such a star. Like he's the most floridated man of all time. Like if you it just LeBron, like he's just one of those guys. He never had a chance either, by the way. He's been popular since he was like 16 years old. Like he's just he's just been like bred in like a Wuhan Westworld lab to just like play basketball. He was just bred genetically modified, and he's just never ha- had a chance to have like an organic opinion ever in his life. So I am sympathetic to that. But basically, I think somebody just runs his account, and just tweets like lib nonsense from it. Like it's just yeah, that. Definitely. It's definitely yeah. like it's, just, it's like a it's like an AI, an AI run out of like the DNC headquarters. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be like, Stacey Abrams be cracking me up, like crying emojis like 15 <laughs> times. Like, you're just like, all right, man. Like, I don't think that's LeBron true. visited that Elizabeth Warren barbershop. Maybe he's like, yo, this For place, sure. dude. Just yeah, got a clean-ass fade at my homegirl Liz Warren's barbershop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's exactly, exactly what happened. And, um, but yeah, like, it's it's just, uh, it's just, it's just crazy. I don't, does Kyrie have stalkers or like any, is there anything for that? Like, is there any like person that, that got to Kyrie at any time? Because this feels like a real thing to me. Like, this feels like a, an organic thing. Um, you know, social media, you know, everybody will tell you like, hey, just be careful what you actually put on social media. But he'll just sit in like crypto spaces all day talking about NFTs and stuff. He doesn't give a fuck. So 
Hopefully not. I hope I hope he stays un- untouched um, by stalkers because I honestly I I like when like someone breaks this like when a celebrity does something that like yeah. whether I agree with it or not just like something that's controversial and it's like now you have to watch all of the people deal with the media like cover up or like spin it. It's just like fun to watch the entire machine go to work. Oh, dude, it's the marching orders are insane and it's like. You know, what? there's like a lot of – it's kind of like when they brought like every once in a while, like when you don't see anything about like COVID from like the, the blue checks for a while. And then like all of a sudden they come up – there's like a new word they all know about COVID. It's like this like new like combination of like covashism or something. I don't know. Like just something like that will <laughs> just pop up and they'll all say it. And it's like, maybe you guys all do have one big group chat or something. That Maybe that could happen. But it's like, why do you guys all – well, you guys all have the same stock opinion every time. Like, there's no, not even like the, yeah, Walker Bragman, I agree, but, you know, it's all this like, it's it's just like, no, actually, it's uh, that's, we all copy and pasted that to each other in the same, you know, Google thread or something. I don't know. They all have the same one. So. It's really, if you go to Walker Bragman, like, search and you just type in new variant, there's like, <laughs> Dude, we need to get him to fall for like something, you know, like we need to like get him to fall for like a new variant that doesn't, you know, <laughs> like no one's tried to Ligma var- variant him. No one. No <laughs> one's ever tried to do that, you know, just uh, or yeah, like that, that that'd be really he he's that guy's hilarious. Like he'll be like, there's a war on poor people going on. And then you like look up that guy and he's like the richest person like ever. <laughs> like from like he's just I've been blocked from Walter like from his Twitter for like. A year and a half, but I still sound like all someone will quote tweet him. I'll be like, send me a screenshot. Like I, <laughs> I screenshot for the block, it. please. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I accidentally coughed on behind my computer and he heard it, so he, he blocked me. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, that one's that that's hilarious. And the um, yeah, the the ones I see falling for it is like, you know, we, we have like election season coming up, so I I do feel another like conspiracy theory for Kanye that I have is that. He's just, uh, um, con- you know, we love this word here, controlled opposition, um, which I think is one of, I think that term is an op, by the way. I still do. Like, yeah, I, th- I think I, they, yeah. con- the controlled opposition is me having to, like, maybe hope Dr. Oz wins. That's for real. Like, that's controlled opposition. Like, <laughs> wow, I'd love it if Dr. Oz won this election, you know, like over the fucking, like, what is that guy by the way the veteran yeah. guy like you look at that guy you're like come on yeah i've i've like, never like paid close attention to what's going on with this man but like i can't escape videos of him in my twitter timeline like he's everywhere dude he, he looks like looks he got yeah mess. you like you know how jelly be- jelly beans the jelly belly factory has like those belly flops that aren't that didn't quite you know make the 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 uh the cut like they're like weird looking jelly beans that are like flat and stuff you know and big it's like that dude looks like somebody tried to make him in a factory and they're like i Dude, I, he was a temp agency guy that did this this time. Like he looks, he looks terrible. And he he's like, the other day, like they're they're doing like the Biden thing with him, and they're like, oh, he had a uh, stroke uh, a while back, and he's just never been the same, you know. And it's like, no, like, mm-hmm. but we need more room for those people in politics. I'm like, no, nah, I'd prefer the guy who you know is cognitive, <laughs> you know. Like I I don't know. I I'd prefer the guy with the working brain personally. That's just I just. I don't know. Again, different strokes, different folks. But uh, anyways, that's not even what I'm trying to get at. 
controlled opposition it trickles down way too far people get way too hit. It's like you learn a new word and you want to apply it to everything um anything that's like I believe 95% of what you believe, but the 5% we differ on actually makes you a fed. And that that's kind of what this gets thrown at. But now the Kanye thing, it always seems to be the, because his name is so poisoned among, you know, the people who support the current thing, I suppose. Mm. And it, how come, you know, I, it always, as you said, right around when Trump got elected, right? The Kanye West, uh, was it Pablo tour? Was yeah. very was very publicized. We we were pretty close to a, a rather important midterm election, especially in the lib and conservative mind of people who just love electoral politics. Like we're in a pretty important midterm right now, uh, as far as that goes uh, in in their mind. Why is it every single time that when Kanye has like a spurg out, like like this insane, like crazy, like moment, it tends to be this thing that the libs always fear is going to happen if they lose the election, right? And it just seems like this weird thing where, like, maybe your thing is true. Like, maybe your your thing, your maybe I'm just kind of like agreeing with you in the sense, like, maybe what you're saying is this trainer Harley, whatever his name is, was really drugging him and all that stuff to get him to like fuck shit up, you know? Like, as far as like this goes, where it's like, well, this is what conservatives want, you know? And then Tucker runs the segment, right? Then this mm. happens. Like to me, that's control opposition is when he gets because he got platformed by every podcast after. That yeah. doesn't. Ha- I'm sorry. When you're truly like canceled, you don't get on podcasts after that. Like, like I'm talking about like people. Lex Friedman doesn't invite you on. You know, like these people. N- none of this stuff happens. Like, and that to me is controlled opposition. Where it's like right around election time, it's like actually Kanye is what all Republicans want. So vote blue. You know, I know that's a great point. Did you listen to the Lex Friedman one? I uh, Cy did. I think I listened to like it was hella long, maybe like a third of it or something. I that was funny. I don't know. I yeah. Did you guys? Did you? Uh, yeah, I, did, I, did, I did not. I, I, I didn't catch it. But I, Lex Lex Friedman, dude, it's just like I don't, that guy's. Lex he's just like what it was, he kept looking like he was remembering what someone told him to say. You know. <laughs> oh, just, yeah. yeah, it was one of the. That's what some. I didn't say that. Someone else. Lex said Friedman. It Lex Friedman, like midway through Kanye's rant, just starts like a model train set, just like. Yeah. <laughs> right off, yeah. yeah, like Twin Peaks and shit. Yeah, it's a, it's a, the um. Yeah, Lex Free. It's just like he, they go on the, and there's, there's always these guys that reach out and like they just want like the platform Kanye points. Like that's, you know, like what was the big interview you did? Was it Drink Champs? Was that the big, the yeah. big, like the big one that got like removed off YouTube? Like, yeah, that was the bad one. That so that was the one where he had some whoopsie daisies in that one, I guess. And, um, about Jews, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but then it's like he always makes a point, and I'm not saying it wasn't, I'm not saying I even disagree with this, but like they always make a point whenever somebody like says anything about like Jewish people, they're like, and the 2020 election was rigged, you know, like that. It's like that's the other point that they make to where it like that's why it always like rears its head around election time because election deniers like a really big term now that was the term i was thinking of that like the walker bragman's taylor lorenz they all like say that now is like election Election denier denier. i didn't hear that term ever like the actual term i've heard the sentiment many times but like the term i've never heard so that's what i'm saying it's like elections and science they're both things that are that i hate naturally occurring and they can't be wrong like like our election like like our booths or whatever you want to call it, like they're digital and they're run by, uh, you know, a big company that obviously mm-hmm. has interests in certain things. Like the idea that like our elections could be wrong or could be rigged. It's like, 
that's insane. You're an election denier. Like it's like science denialism. Like it's yo. I wanted to. I lo- I love that term. I uh, I I wanted to like tweet or write about something about that. It's the dumbest term that ever <laughs> existed. What dude. science denier? Election de- the no, oh, election yeah. election denier. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, how it's, dare it's, you think it? It might not be yeah. what it is. Like, it's insane, dude. It's it's, yeah. it's run by a com- like. It's not even like at least science. There's like a scientific method, and like we get it. Yeah. We you know <laughs> like, we understand what science is, but an election, it's like you have all these computers and everyone's bringing yeah. paper to them and people are pressing buttons and people are counting things. It's like the fa- the fact that these can be rigged or wrong is like, it's not weird. And like, if you question it, you're called an election denier. It's like, it's, it's pretty reasonable to think that might maybe that these things are wrong sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, well I mean, said. It's just one of those like ter- that, like all the wrong people will be like, yep, that's, that's exactly what it is. That's great. I see them all the time in the, the ads up here for the organ, you know, all the political ads and stuff, you know, it's kind of crazy. And what, what was interesting is like, I forget who, I don't even know any of the people involved because I don't follow the shit at all. But the ad, you know, they do those ads like we're a bunch of regular people that are like, we support this person, but not this person. And, you know, like I'm a waitress, <laughs> I'm a this, I'm a that. And the whole like, yeah, you know, the whole angle they had on the on the ad, I was just like in the radio, I was listening. It was it was like, man, that other person, they're just too crazy. You know, they're just like oh, way dude. too intense. And like, that was kind of the, 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 you could tell it's just for a very specific type of person. That's like, yeah, I don't want to be intense. You know what I mean? I don't want to be crazy. Yeah. And, you know, intense is like a, it's a microaggression. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, dude, the, yeah. the boomers struggled so hard, even like super conservative boomers. Like they really struggled with Trump because he just, remember the term was he wasn't presidential. Yeah. <laughs> or like if you research literally anything a president ever did, you're just like, <laughs> Yeah, you know that, I mean? yeah, it's another made-up like, word. Yeah. Like, yeah, JFK, most presidential guy of all time, by the way. Uh, yeah. You know, just like these, like these guys. You know, like just uh, no, they like they they would say that they'd go, yeah, no, I Clintons, X, no, no Clintons, but Trump was just not presidential. Like it just you, they want they like view themselves as like in this um in this like in the UN meeting, like with everybody, like, Oh my gosh, this is my country. Not sounding presidential. Oh, yeah. you know, like they, they, they insert themselves into this thing that really wrecked like boomers brains. Cause even like yeah. when the way boomers listen to podcasts, they, they have to have it like, d- like professionally edited and like broadcasted like <laughs> a news broadcast. No, yeah. that t- t- my dad, he, he like, I sent him this, not this podcast, but I sent him, you know, another, another show where it was kind of just like long form talking, but it was talking about, uh, I think Zeppelin or something, but it was kind of like casual like this, you know, just real casual talk. He's like, yeah, those guys, like they interrupted each other twice. And like, you know, like it was just, it just like the producer, this is where you just need like a producer. I'm like, oh my God, they're used to like, they're used to like curated brain you know like super curation brain and like production uh-huh. brain and like they you know they think paul mccartney was the best because he like got the album done you know like that's why they think <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. the best you know like the album got done because of him it's like they let they want the people who you know restore order into the thing even if they have like super radical politics they still want it to be done in like an orderly fashion and yeah. it's uh that's always what's really funny is like you know like you like the commercials you're talking about like he's too crazy for me but like You'll also see like the commercials where like I love the one where like the Democrats try to pretend like this one farmer in the middle of nowhere is like a huge lib. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like well, partner, uh, you know, that uh that Dr. Oz, he uh he just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. That John Fetterman man, he come in, he we mud wrestled and arm wrestled for four seconds, play a little cornhole. 
you know, he's a good guy. I, he wants to defund the police and I, a cab brother, you know, like, and just, right. they, it, like, they always do those like weird commercials around this time. Like, uh, kills me. Yeah. So, uh, any closing thoughts on this? Uh, Jeremy, thanks again for, for coming through, but do we have uh, any, any, anything we want to leave the people with, uh, watch wait, rebel wait. news, rebel news. What's that? Wait, wait, uh, um, I want to talk about this lady who was stalked. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Real quick. Sorry. Yeah, not so, ending right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, 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 please. Um, so there was this woman. Um, she messaged me on Twitter a few times, and I did not answer. And then I finally opened it, and I looked at what she was saying, and she was saying, I'm being you know, experimented on by the U.S. military. I was like, no. Like, come on. <laughs> and... They women um, always do shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> this, this lady's crazy. And no, you had to work a fifth day of the week. Sorry, no. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I I um I was like, I don't believe her. You know, she was like, they they uh, they put a few implants in me during surgeries by accident. I was like, I don't believe you. And then I reached out to uh, Whitney Webb, and I was like, you must get these people. Like, what do you do when they reach out to you? And she was like, honestly, it's impossible to you know, independently, like verify anything they're saying. I normally just don't talk to them. And I was like, all right, yeah. So I'm going to talk to, I'm going to reach out to this lady. I just want to see what she says. And so I, te I texted her, I messaged her on Twitter. I was like, Hey, um, call me. This is my number. I just want to hear about your story. And, um, I didn't answer for a few days after that. And then I got a call from my, f no, no, I got a text from my father and he was like, Hey, some lady just called me. Um, she said it's a medical emergency and, and to give her a call. And I was like, how did she get your my father's number? Um, apparently she has like a crazy like yellow pages or white pages subscription and she just can't get anyone's number. So she called my dad based off of my name and she found him in New Jersey. Um, so I was like, this lady's insane already. Um, so I let her call me. She talked to me for a few hours and she said, you know, she's getting um, – you know, tortured digitally and like through signals and like she has these implants and she doesn't know how to get out of it and she needs help and she wants to tell her story and X and Y. And she's like, every time I move into a new house, they, they drill a hole in my wall and then they drop chemicals in and I, it smells really bad and it burns my eyes and they, they mine my, bio, my, my biological and physiological data whenever they torture me like that to see what, what's happening. And I'm like, this is insane. But at the same time, like, I know that these like computer brain interfaces, like they can't only be tested in these on mice. Like we know that they're real. hundred percent. But like the fact, like, why wouldn't they just test it on people who are institutionalized, you know, or like prisoners? Like, why would you test it on this random lady? Um, that's what I thought. And then, so I, she, she told me, she said she goes to hospitals and she goes to try to get um, x-rays and then the, um engineer like the x-ray engineer will come in and be like yeah well you definitely have um you know you definitely have some metal implants in your face and in your shoulder um i don't know what it is but the doctor's gonna come in and talk to you and she'd say well, awesome thank you and she finally be like wow someone's gonna actually help me the doctor come come went in and would be like yeah so um the the radiologist was wrong there's nothing in you there's nothing implanted but please don't come back here <laughs> and um, she told she said that happened a bunch of times at like North, um, I guess it's Northwestern. Uh, it's like some, somewhere in uh, near Chicago. And, um, then she started going to piercers and like body piercers and going in and having them take out some stuff, uh, some like pieces of like little computer in her like face and shoulder. And 
um, she went back in to get more work done. And the people looked at her and were like, listen, you can't come back here ever. You can't come back here. Damn. And she was like, okay, I, I'm not surprised. This keeps happening to me, but okay, I won't. And so this is the, what she's telling me. And um, while I'm talking to her, she's like, you know, I'm talking to this other journalist in Brooklyn. And I know this other journalist um, kind of. I know her from Twitter. I know she used to work at a place that I used to work um, and that she's, you know, clear eyed and sober and, you know, an adult and she's not insane. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, good luck. I, I, I wish you the best of luck. And um, I reached out to the journalist and was like, hey, are you about to talk to the same targeted individual that I've been talking to? And she's like, yeah, I am. Um, you know, she sounds a little crazy, but if she can tell me some places and names and if she doesn't sound too insane, I'd love to do a giant report on her. And she works for, you know, a pretty big news organization. And I was like, wow, well, good luck. Like, let me know how it goes. She let me know how it goes. She said it went actually really amazing. She's pretty, she worked for Time Magazine for seven years. She used to be an associate producer for Oprah. Like she's not an insane person. And I'm going to do a, a, a report on her. I was like, oh, that's awesome. And then the target individual messaged me and said, hey, I just received um, this message from our friend, uh, our journalist friend in Brooklyn. And in quotes, it was like, hey, I just found somebody literally I would think I'm going insane, but I am sober and it's the middle of the day, but they were drilling into my wall. I have a video of it. And then um, my face started to burn and I, the air started to hurt my nostrils. And I was like, yeah, there's no way that you're bullshitting me. So I reached out to the journalist. I'm like, hey, are you okay? And the journalist was like, hey, um, for the benefit of my health, I have nothing to gain from the story and a lot to lose. I literally saw someone um, on my roof of my apartment building, drilling into my wall, and uh, my eyes started burning. And I don't know what this hole is. I'm going to plug it up. Um, I hope there's no camera in there, but I'm never talking to this woman again. And I got like the chills. And I just, I blocked her on everything because I don't want to be stalked or anything. And I never talked to anybody again. But this journalist is super, you know, she's like has her head on right. Like she would not make this right. up. So, you know, take take whatever you want from that. I I kind of believe her and I don't I don't have any reason not to, but it's an f- insane story. Yeah, and and it makes sense they'd reach out to you cuz you you know, you do like media, but you're also like your media is not does not walk a line that's so predictable, you know, to where it's like, "Oh, he's going to feel this way about every issue." You know, and it makes sense that somebody would, would reach out that way. Dude, I had somebody that when you sent that, you you sent that to me a, a, a while back. And I was like, man, this is fucking crazy. And it brought me back to this. That there was a DJ in our like local rap scene back in the day. Like I used to do some stuff there. And like there was a, a, a like this local like rap scene, this DJ. And he was like an older guy, like, you know, like mid 40s, you know, um, uh, and he would just get like club gigs, but he was a real nice guy, like real soft spoken, nice guy. And one day he was like, I'm being targeted, harass, like tar- a, a oh, subject no. to target harassment. And like everybody was laughing at him and like people would like message each other like, hey, you seen like what so such and such was talking about? Like, that feels kind of crazy, huh? But like he would he thought it, he said it was happening on Craigslist. So it was insane. He would post these Craigslist articles where he would like he, it would be like, stop putting your trash out too early. <laughs> and that's all it would say right no I, and it is funny like it's true like it's like hilarious because like i laughed at the time and i'm like what the hell you know 
but like he would be like yeah like i'm notoriously like putting it out like you know before everybody else does i'm like the first one you know whatever not a big deal right that by itself it's like what a weird thing but that's just what the craigslist thing said and it would get like emailed to him like as like a suggested ad too it wasn't like this lady like she would say things like like obviously like this is all she would send me pictures of like her trying to dig out you know little chips out of her face with like there'd be like blood on her face like it was not cool um and she well oh i never told like so for the listeners like the reason that she would got like she got these things put in her she said that she um was supposed to get she had kidney problems so she was supposed to get surgery and last minute she had to get three surgeries last minute the the surgeons would always change last minute it would be these surgeons that she never heard before and never met them before and she would wake up and she'd have scars where she was not supposed to have scars and so that's when she thinks that they put things in her face and in her um shoulder um just just for some context, but she would send me um, pictures of people and like, clearly she's just paranoid. These are not actual stalkers. She would be like at the library and she would send me like a picture of a, uh, just like an 18 year old kid sitting across from her. And she'd be like another stalker. I feel like, or it'd be like someone, she thought they were stalking her with um, like old people. So she would like, there'd be like a, a, a man helping his elderly mother across the street. And she'd be like, they're mocking me. Yeah, no, straight up. <laughs> like, Same guy. Same everyone guy. is like a spy, yeah. And, and what's fucked up about that whole thing is like, I bet it started true, but then like the whole like actual trajectory of it is that you then think everything is exactly. like yeah, even the most absurd thing, which everybody's like, okay, all right, your garbage man's not doing anything. You know what I mean? Like the people like then it then it becomes like a, a parody at that point like this person is clearly just having a mental breakdown but this dude was like posting it he was like he wasn't even posting it to like get engagement by the way he was posting it for like an archive that's what was crazy like he's like i don't care who sees this i'm posting this just like in case i don't know what's i gotta like check up on this dude honestly i gotta go back into my personal. <laughs> no no i like truly like because at the time i'm like dude come on like I, like but he wasn't weird i talked to this guy a few times he like wasn't weird it wasn't like a zany, like, you know, like weird, like Charles Manson looking guy. Like he was like a real normal guy, like had kids and everything. Like it was just like, you know, he just was like, dude, like, I don't know what it is, but like I'm being suggested Craigslist ads like where and then I'm like, somebody would be like, somebody will be waiting for you at the bus stop. And then like a guy will be there and like he would start like an aggressive conversation with him at the bus stop. Like it would be this weird yes. thing, like weird shit like that, where it's like he would get suggested that where it's like, he felt like he was in like a little hamster wheel, like hamster kind of maze situation. Yeah, like yeah, people like examining him behind a one way mirror. It was weird. I would say things like, what do you have a family? Like what do, what does your, your husband think about this? What does your daughter think about this? And she would be like, my husband, um, he knows that I'm being stalked, but he like, you know, he's, you know, he kind of turns a blind eye and my daughter just, you know, she went to, goes to the University of Chicago and she, she knows that I'm having a hard time with this, but she, you know, we're, we're trying to deal with it. And I was like, oh my, like she has like a real family. Like you'd think at this point, like mm-hmm. you're getting stalked and tortured. Like you, you either, you probably don't have a family anymore or they've helped you, um, which is pretty wild. Man. Yeah. Well, on that note. Uh, on that note uh everybody don't go on craigslist just just don't no really don't go to to garage sales you'll find stuff go look for it it back in the day check the classifieds in the paper although i guess that those people could affect that as well but um anyways uh watch watch the rebel news videos with with jeremy it's very informative 
Rebel News. Mm-hmm. Watch the watch the Doctor Robert Malone. I know we kind of poo pooed on him earlier, but uh, at the end of the day, I I do think we like Robert Malone. If he stumble, if you stumble, if a random person stumbles on a Robert Malone video and learns a thing or two, I don't see how that's controlled opposition at that point, right? It's all about like how nitty gritty you get. On, yeah, if on people the- watch one of his videos and decide not to get the COVID vaccine, it's like he just did. Yeah. He's- or even a booster, like you, you just stopped it too. You know, you didn't, you stopped in your program, like things like that. Like it's like those are little things matter, man. Like the yeah, booster rate, the booster rate was really low, especially with children and people. Like not a lot of people got them. They're still going to try to roll them out, but like I have to, I have to say, like Libs say, it's like, well, the media stopped a lot of people from getting vaccinated. I'm like, well, maybe that's true, and that's good. So yeah, great, like, like, yeah, great. wonderful. Thank you. I'm glad it worked. You know, and um, you know, literally that, what they're supposed that, to do. That's good. I think on this show, we kind of like get deep into it, like all the little underworld parts of that where, you know, you wonder how much that matters on the global scale of like people just learning like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't go into this program. Like no matter who tells you that, whether they're a fed or not, you know, you might not ever know. Right. Like, yeah, you might not ever know and you might not ever watch them for any further stuff. But um, so, yeah, Jeremy, as always, thanks for coming through. Uh, follow him at Lafredo Jeremy on, on Twitter uh definitely uh you're you get like random quote tweets from like thomas massey sometimes so that's always really cool and just like random politicians or like i mean the one time like ted cruz quote tweeted you it was so crazy yeah ted cruz he was like it was it was the most like lame quote he he like quoted it and was just like yes (laughs) (laughs) that's what he did to that porn he retweeted a while back too he was like (laughs) yes but yeah, <laughs> that's, what, that's what he did. But um, yeah, so uh, we got stuff on our Substack. Two episodes uh, uploaded there. So if you guys are premium subscribers, go check that out as well. Um, Jeremy, we got to get you to write for us too somehow. We got to, we got to, we got to do something. Um, I know yeah, we're all busy. Out. We got to figure something out because that we we got to have uh, we got to have some good good stuff on there. And uh, have you been writing at all? Because like I I feel like you don't write as much. Or am I missing it? I, no, I have not been writing as much. But I'm, you've been doing media. You've been doing video. I'm working on something right now. Um, Boom. Like a little longer, but um, yeah. LeBron uh, said he's already heard it. Said it was great. Yeah, LeBron <laughs> already read it. Said it was wonderful stuff. So um, the thing that you're working on right now. So um, well, we'll be looking forward to that. Uh, the listeners that have been here for a long time know who you are, so they know where to find you. So all right, everybody have a safe week. All right. See you later.